0: Who does number two work for? (laughs) (laughs) Persicles. Welcome to episode 19 of Comical Podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm your host, Justin Corbett. With me is... I'm sleepy. <laughs> Horsticles, man. You know who I am. We all know who you are. I live in your barn. Say my name. I don't know about that, but okay.
1: <laughs> Say my name, bitch. <laughs> Horse
0: we also got... Heather. She lives in the barn, too. No, she lives, she lives in the main house. Hey. <laughs> We have to apologize, guys. We're a little bit tired today. Uh, we both had really long nights the last couple nights. Been a little rough. Yeah, the girl's been uh, crying on my shoulder and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little snot on your shirt too, by the way. Of course not. No, but we we both been super busy getting ready for Comic Palooza. It starts tomorrow. I am so pumped. Stan Lee's going to be there. He was announced last week. Jason Mewes is going to be there. The guys you from you Comic Book Men, the, guy, the whole cast of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Minus Sky. Uh, Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. I even heard Merman's going to make an appearance. Really? <laughs> Is he here yet? Is he? I don't know. I haven't seen him. He's got a uh, freaking hot in here. I think he likes it nice and cool. Yeah. He's yeah, probably I pretty tired, uh, too. you damn bastards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up there, Merman? Is Beastman coming in today? <laughs> Not today. No? No. He'll be, he'll be here over the weekend. Good, yeah, please. <laughs> I think he took care of that.
1: He left his fur at home.
2: (laughs) (laughs) he has got dark,
0: (laughs) Well, that may be true. uh, I I don't know how you know that, but okay.
2: He keeps on scratching. Ah!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) Well, as we've said before, you know, we're going to do a bunch of shows, so this one might be a little shorter than usual. Uh, We're doing one tonight, which will come out tomorrow morning, Friday morning. Mm -hmm. We're doing one tomorrow night, which will come out Saturday morning. Slave driver. One Saturday night which will come out Sunday morning and one Sunday night which will come out Monday morning. And we could do one more Monday, but I think we deserve one day off. So Crack the Win. <laughs> I know, right? I think I got a stand-in for me. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> My understudy will be coming in. <laughs> Hear that, Merman? You gotta you gotta do this. Oh I thought we vacation. It's, <laughs> it's Ponocles. Ponocles?
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Colticles. <A-A-K-> hey <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> He might actually be fun to have on the show. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think any of those people in my family should be on the show. (laughs) I've been threatened with horrible stories about my past. I'm sure he's got lots of stories about you. He can't. (laughs) (laughs) He won't. A little money there and he forgets everything. Ching.
2: Wave a few
1: dollars and that's all it takes. Dollars. Dollars? Dollars.
0: You're talking about like big bills with this boy. Oh, no. You're talking like 20s. Oh. 50s. No, that's too high. So obviously he knows he ain't getting it from me. (laughs) What you got, man? Well, let's let's talk a little bit about some comics. I know you didn't get a chance to read everything. You really did have some oh my crazy gosh. stuff going on. Man, but. could I come into work long enough? <laughs> 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 could, I, could I have a day? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's been rough, man, but I did read quite a few. I think I read maybe 13 books and all, and I still have like another 17 to read after this. Yeah, I read 31 books this week, mm. uh, and I actually managed to get through all of them in a day and an hour. There's some of them in <laughs> Spanish, too, I believe, right? No? No? You racist bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Como
1: estas?
0: Because I didn't didn't buy Spanish comics? I know. What's up, man? Support the Latino community. Wait a minute. Latino community. Let's try Mm. that again. What the fuck's (laughs) up, Latino? I did not say that. No, I'm playing
1: English.
0: (laughs) So I guess you want me to get to my top two and my favorite. Well, out of the books books you did read, what were your top two? Uh, My top two, I'll go with the bottom one. Number two is Undertow. By our good friend Steve Orlando. Okay. Undertow was fantastic. There was women boob in there again. <laughs> uh, and, and there was women love in there, too. Yeah. And this guy eating guy. I don't. That doesn't appeal to me, but, like, well, I, what I, the I, hell? I don't think you can say woman love and then say guy eating guy. I <laughs> didn't <and expect laughs> get the right, <laughs> the right idea. All right, so there was bone women. That's not right either. <laughs> so, anyways. He broke him in half and started eating his flesh. Is that better? In, in the third issue, we saw them meet the... The guy, the the amphibious guy that can crawl around the, the mm-hmm. desert. He can survive in the earth. He's whack. And that guy is crazy strong and crazy crazy. Yeah, yeah, he definitely uh, Yeah. <laughs> we got to see him uh, talking to Archagol and his people. I can actually say that name now, finally. Man, that's pretty good. <laughs> Four inches in, I can say Archagol. Uh, we got to see him talking to those guys, and out of the blue, he just grabs a human, rips his leg off, and starts chewing on it like it's a turkey leg. I know. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> that, guy's, that guy's pretty ridiculously violent and badass. So I'm just calling him that crazy guy. Hashtag that crazy guy. I can't, I can't pronounce his name yet. Maybe by the second series. <laughs> Steve, listen, it's not hashtag the arm anymore. It's hashtag the leg. Yeah. I think <laughs> to change it. <laughs> Holy crap. But Undertow was really good. It didn't quite break my top two, but that's only because there were so many good books this week. Yeah, I'm just saying, my boy Steve, you a got a mind for something like this. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, my number one book? Another good friend of the show. The man that gave me the best advice in the world to keep my sex and violence separate. <laughs> That's going to be The Mercenary Sea. Mercenary Sea number four by Kel yes. Simon. Exactly. In now, mountains. I know, I know, now, I'm not sucking up to the guys that have been on the show. I'm going to put that out there first of all. Uh, these books appeal to me because of the kind of person I am. Mercenary Sea really gets to me because it's war. There's war and there's wartime in there and, you know, coming in a military family background and everything else. It really does get to me. I don't know how to say it. And actually, now you, one of my younger kids actually enjoys it because of the war stuff as well. You're completely right. We're, whenever we give props to one of the books for people that have been on the show, it's not just because we're friends with them or because we're fans of them. Uh, they're legitimately the best books of the week. We're, we're not sugarcoating any of this stuff. So the fact that Undertow has made it into our top two several times, it deserves that spot. It is a fantastic book. Steve is just crushing it. And I really, like I told him earlier this week, I really, really hope that the sales have reflected how good the book is and they can make a second series because it is just amazing. Yeah, I mean, people should be picking this up. I know we've already told a couple people, and the people that have picked it up have been like, have been tweeting this back and messaging saying, this book is amazing. Yeah. And they said the same thing about Mercenary C2. So it's, you know, we're not lying to you here. It's really good. And like I said, it just really appeals to me. And that's why it was my number one. Like you said, I didn't read as many books as you did, but. Other ones I read, there were some really, really good ones. So what were your top two? Well, I want to touch on Mercenary Sea for one more second. Oh, time. go ahead. Like the artwork in Mercenary Sea is so unique. It's so different from what anybody else is doing. Matt Reynolds is such a talented artist. And Kell is a really, really talented writer as well. All the characters in there have their own identities. You know, even though there are only four issues into the series, you kind of feel like you know the characters. You know what they're about. Captain Jack and Samantha. And it's it's just really, really well written and really well drawn. If you're not picking it up yet, you should be. (laughs) Both of those books are at the top of our list every single time they come out. They don't always break the top two, but they're up there. And we can't recommend them highly enough, so you should support those guys. Definitely go out there, pick pick up Undertow, pick up Mercenary Sea. Yes, definitely. As far as my top two, which changed slightly, Hmm. my number two book was Velvet Number 5 by Brubaker and Epting. Ed Brubaker is just a fantastic spy writer. Oh, Yes. Uh, He's done so many good spy books, and and Velvet's just the most recent one. You know, she's she's a spy, and you get to see her living like the double life. You get to see her having to make tough decisions and tough choices with the people that she's close to, and you know get to see her like push people away and kind of make those decisions to keep herself distant. You know, it kind of delves more into the kind of stuff that you don't really see in the spy stories from Marvel or DC. It's just really really good, and you know she's a badass in her own. Life. Oh yes, she is. She's old. Yeah, it's a little bit older than you'd expect, but it's it's really cool. It's a really good series, and this is the fifth issue, so the trade paperback should be coming out fairly soon. If you're not reading Velvet, you know that should be like in the next month or so. The trade paperback you should definitely go and pick it up. As far as my number one, going back to my favorite character, it's been a while since he made my top two list, but uh, Deadpool Annual number two. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! <laughs> it was hilarious. Any uh, anytime Deadpool and Spider Man team up, I love it, dude. I laugh so hard. I think I snorted water and I almost choked myself <laughs> back there. It was freaking hilarious. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. And this one's not written by Poseidon and Dugan. Who, not to say anything bad about them, because I love their run on Deadpool so far. This one's written by Hastings and drawn by Kamagni, but it's hilarious. Like it's, it's a fresh take on on Deadpool and Spider Man, and you know, Spider like Deadpool is trying to be Spider Man's friend. He keeps calling him the amazing friends, and Spider Man's not having any of it, just like normal. Uh, every time they meet it's kind of the same sort of thing but by the end Spider-Man comes around because he needed Deadpool's help and you know Deadpool got to be a legitimate hero for a day which he really loved oh my gosh he was making so many crazy comments in the whole book it was really funny yeah it was really, really, enjoyable. Funny. I really did. That's good. that was a good pick it really was and that really thought about it hard because I'm so funny yeah you know I love the comedy books and, and Deadpool's one of my favorites so man he made it back in your top two that's saying something it hasn't he happened, been, ha- hasn't hasn't happened a in a while yeah you know, he was riding in my top. Here, I am not the biggest Deadpool fan like you, and he was in my top two quite a few weeks during that, you know, that more intense run with the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh yeah, it was such a good run too, yeah. But that's cool. Well, my uh, pick of the week <laughs> it's the same as mine is uh, involves a book with a character that I have close feelings to, uh, <laughs> aka the horse in Translucent Number Two. Yeah, if you remember, Translucent Number One was my pick of the week. Mine as well. A few weeks mm-hmm. back. That one's written by Claudio Sanchez and Chandra Etchert, who's his wife, mm-hmm. and drawn by Daniel Bayless. Yes. I almost messed you up, man. I almost said Skip Bayless, but that's the guy from ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the book. And, uh, you know, we don't want to talk too much about it right here because our guests for the show are Claudio and Chandra. Exactly. And we did an interview with them just a little while ago. I'm just going to go ahead and insert it right here so you guys can hear us talk to them about their book. Okay, guys, today on the show, we have a special guest, Claudio Sanchez, and his wife, Chandra Etchert. Is that right? Yep. Okay. I'll <laughs> take <it. laughs> And uh, they're here to talk about their book, Translucid, which we had as our pick of the week uh, a couple weeks ago for the first issue. Uh, the second issue came out today and just was amazing. Uh, we're hoping they can tell us a little bit about it. You guys want to go ahead and tell them a little bit about the premise? Yeah,
3: definitely. And this, uh, in, in the second issue, you mean, I'm sorry, the whole the series, or?
0: Um, Sure. <laughs>
3: Okay, I wasn't sure if we were getting issue specific. Um, basically, Translucid is a story uh, of a hero and a villain who become codependent on each other to the point that they kind of know they can't continue on. So the villain decides he wants to sever their relationship. But to do so, he kind of has to go back and put the hero through scenarios from his childhood and his youth that have forced him into becoming a hero in the first place. So, you know, it's it, it jumps around through timelines and, and through reality and, and sort of fiction and Yeah.
0: It's it's really cool. It does uh it does kinda of lose you in places. Like it's hard to tell whose perspective you're seeing all the time, but I think it always kinda of comes back to the horse, right?
3: You know, it's it's that that's kind of something that we, we wanted to feel like each issue changed, you know, that the reader maybe maybe thinks different things about the characters uh, with every issue and maybe even every scene you kind of feel like you have a grasp on what's going on but in a, in a dreamlike way you kind of also feel like it's a little bit out of your control yeah so so yeah you know it, it come back it definitely always comes back to the present with the navigator and the horse but we certainly see a lot of a lot of other things if you will
4: yeah i mean i think it's always going to come originally we wrote those captions to feel like you know, you didn't think it was it was the horse, but the more you read it, you're going to... Yeah, it feels yeah. like the horse. We
0: can't... No, we can't do <laughs> I'm fine with that. Love the horse. <laughs> <laughs> horse is a great character. Want to go out and buy me a horse head now? <laughs> 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 so, how did you guys come up with the names for the characters? I mean, obviously the horse is a horse, but... Uh, what do you think? <laughs> 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 Mr. Ed? Well,
2: why,
3: why did we come up with the horse? You you just liked the horse, I think. The, 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 you know, when the story had originally blossomed, it was a little bit. It felt a little bit more of like a western. Um, the characters had a little bit more of a, of a western. Feel.
4: Oh, that's yeah. Um, well, the navigator, the name of the navigator, yeah. came much later. Yeah. But uh, but then, but then, they sort of made sense afterwards. But yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. no.
3: The, the, you know, the navigator was originally called Slingerland. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Okay. That's yeah. Right, yeah. After, after Claudio had seen, like, this old grave um, during this photo shoot in a cemetery and just kind of fell in love with this idea of this guy, Cornelius Slingerland, um, who was on the gravestone. And so the, the series was originally called Slingerland, you know, and, and the, the Navigator was, was the namesake. But he eventually became the Navigator. We felt like we needed something a little bit more descriptive. And the Navigator is also kind of a, a co-heed, Homage to Blaze Jeans. Yeah. I figured is. it had
0: something to do with that. I just wasn't sure. Yeah. It
3: just, you know, it fit there. It worked. And it was a nice little sh- little shout out for the story. But the horse, you know, in-, in keeping with what was originally Slingerland and this kind of like Western vibe, you know, he had like this this bigger, floppier brimmed hat. And it just turned out in character designs it-, it didn't work for us.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, also, we, we you know, because er- originally it was supposed to be this. They were supposed to mimic sort of these Western characters, you know. When you think of, like, a cowboy, what's the next... You know, what do you think of when... You know, when you think of a cowboy, you think of a horse. You know, you think of a cowboy that rides this horse. And so that sort of became, you know, when we decided to change the name of Slingerland to The Navigator, it just even made more sense. Because, you know, here's our hero that is naming himself this... You know, he's this he's this navigator. He's this... uh He's navigating through... uh Injustice to bind justice, and um, you know his villain is it, kind of that. He's like he's he's the, the 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 means for him to travel through that. You know, does that make any sense? Yeah, it know?
0: makes a lot of yeah, sense.
2: Yeah, every,
4: every sort like there's a line in issue too where they meet for the first time, and he says, you know, he said he makes a the, the I think the Navigator makes a joke towards towards the horse, like you know you couldn't have picked a better name or something along those lines, and. <laughs> the horse goes well every navigator needs its means of transportation or something like that i can't remember the the exact line but like any hero villain sort of relationship the villain is really there to kind of put the hero through all these trials to to kind of figure out how good he actually is you know if that makes any sense sorry it's a little late for me to be completely (laughs)
2: honest
4: no
0: problem at all (laughs) we're like Punch drunk at this point. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, we really appreciate you guys coming on. It's a it's a big favor oh, yeah. for us. <laughs> well, you said Western stories, and usually you know how that goes, where the good guys are always wearing white, and the horse is white. Did you ever think about making him black? Go ahead.
3: Yeah, you know, we actually did kind of toy. We were toying around with the idea of this uh, of his his helmet cover or helmet colors and things like that. And actually the horse, his his imagery is white, um, like the knight chess piece. Yes. The horse's mask is actually metallic.
2: Sweet. Oh, nice. Um, sweet.
3: Yes, but his suit is white and it's very much, I think certainly in both of their character designs you can see like that nothing is so cut and dry as this is the hero and the villain. Um, that's something that we we wanted to kind of maintain
0: we love how casual the horse is about everything. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the horse. He's like he's becoming one of my favorite characters. It was really hard for us at the final issue to kind
2: of like let it go.
0: <laughs> for sure. Well, it was funny when we first picked this book up, and Justin pointed it to me, and of course, you know, I haven't really read a lot of the stuff, but I totally love the book. And it was even funnier because uh, my handle on the show is Horsecleese. <laughs> <laughs> And so I totally love the book. And so like, yeah, the horse. (laughs) Finally
2: getting what he deserves. Exactly. The notoriety.
0: (laughs) You remember that buddy. (laughs) The horse. Now you got your icon. Yes. Something to aspire (laughs) to. Bad guy. (laughs) So where did you guys find, uh, Daniel Bayless? The, uh, the artist is amazing.
3: Yeah, he's, he's awesome. We, um, you know typically with the series that we work on with boom we'll ask them you know to give us suggestions after we kind of have a dialogue about what we're looking for um so for this this story we kind of we wanted something illustrative maybe a little bit less um you know nothing like too superhero over the top you know things like that we wanted something that felt kind of subdued and really beautiful so they brought us daniel and he had worked on uh, the batman joker uh, fan fiction called The Deal. I'm not sure if you're familiar.
0: Mm-hmm, I haven't read that.
3: It's really cool. It's like a very much like a romantic fan piece meant to to showcase the relationship between the duo, which is very much what inspired you know us to work on this story anyway. Um, so we felt like after we saw his tests, they were amazing, and we felt like he also understood the characters. Um, he understood the story he wanted to tell, and... And, and just the dynamic between the two
1: I think I think the the just the art in general makes it feel very real like you're there in 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 the story just, yeah especially just, in the
0: scenes like where the father's being abusive
1: <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah. I mean yeah, you really crazy. feel like you're there experiencing that with with the character
3: That's really important for the story too I think because you you don't have footing in a lot of it you know you're not really grounded as much as in some you know in some stories where you kind of have like you know what's what. In this sometimes we flip you kind of upside down so to have art that feels a little bit more realistic um, and, and, and certainly the color palette you know moves you a little bit through what's real and what's not yeah um, so yeah the, the art is super super important to this book I mean to any book obviously but but Daniel's work has just been blowing us away
0: mm. well, I know I know Claudio is like a big comic book fan are you
3: I am yeah I am now I mean, the last, you know, since we started doing conventions you know, for Evil Link, it kind of started out. I, it's funny, I was flipping through photos the other day of my first San Diego Comic-Con. I think it was maybe 2005 or 2006. And I'm, like, taking, I have thousands of photos of, like, every single cosplayer. Here's me with a guy <laughs> dressed like a banana. Like, I was so excited. <laughs> and, and now it's, like, I'll take one photo or two, you know, because I'm, I'm too busy buying stuff or comics or... You know, seeing seeing friends—it's just a different experience for sure.
0: So, who's your favorite character?
3: Character? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's tough. I um, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say that I have a favorite character. I mean, uh, okay, I
0: favorite, love, favorite series. Then, how about that?
3: Favorite series? Well, Day Tripper was my favorite. Is hands down my favorite graphic novel. Why the Last Man is definitely up there.
0: Brian Vaughn, uh, so good. <laughs>
3: yeah, those like transitional books. I love Vertigo stuff. Claude has one 1 million and a half favorites. <laughs>
2: hmm? How
3: many What are your favorites?
4: Uh um, you know, like the uh, pretty much like the obvious. Stuff. The more I, I realize like when I answer this question, it's like, you know, I like, you know, Preacher was a big one for me. Uh Watchmen,
0: uh okay. Batman, Long
4: Halloween.
0: The classics. Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's like the, It's kind of like the, the the obvious stuff um, You know uh, But yeah
3: Yeah, we have very, uh, you know, it's funny We have some crossover books that we both really enjoy But we're, we have kind of different tastes In a lot of ways
4: Yeah, like, I mean, uh, recently I think some of my favorites that I've been reading Is uh, the uh, Jorgowowski stuff um, You know, like the Metabarons Barons And uh, the Inkle And that's like this, like you know, it gets—it's more science fiction, but then it's got these like existential, existential, like what? Is, what? Is, what, is, what about Jodorowsky? I, <laughs> ah, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm so uh, scatterbrained right now. My apologies. That's no uh, It's just there's just so it's so ambiguous and strange and insightful in a way, and uh, but I don't know. That, that's the stuff that I've, I've really been into of recent.
3: Cool. <laughs> I like a lot of Jeff Lemire. I'll read anything that he puts out and just fall in love with it and stuff, you know, that, that feels less fantastic and more, you know, kind of rooted in reality a little bit.
0: I like those kind of books, too. Yeah,
3: There's so many good ones right now. Like, it's just, I feel like every week, you know, every Wednesday, there's, like, something new that's
2: coming out that's just...
0: It's a great time for independent comics. There's so yeah. many good ones coming out. It really is. I mean... Marvel and DC are both kind of falling behind, I think, <laughs> in terms of quality. Yeah,
3: I think just kind of maybe searching for their audience as it changes really quickly.
0: Yeah. You got anything? No. <laughs> no, I just thinking, no, I was just thinking about something, but uh, I was just listening. I feel like I'm doing all the talking on this end.
2: <laughs> I feel that way, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Have a look, there's our little friend. Aww. <laughs> <laughs>
4: She does not want to
0: <laughs> <sticky>. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't like us <laughs> Well, I don't really have any other questions um, well, The book Transluc- is translucent. Wow, I can't speak myself today It's two of six <laughs> If it gets really, really I mean, does very well Are we going to continue on with it Like another six part series of it I'm really hoping so Because I really do like the book I think at the moment The way it closes out it's it's pretty
4: complete I mean I you know this is where Chandra and I sort of differ is I mean I could see it continuing after six issues mm-hmm. um, after these six issues whereas she you know, you're, you're not into it yeah but there, there's a, a, a sort of romantic quality if we just
2: leave it at six issues mm-hmm. that yeah. I don't know we
4: might lose if we continue on but there is always room to continue on at least I, I think
0: as long as one um, of the characters survives you should be able to right the horse yeah
4: I mean, you know, it, it's, it's what makes Translucent kind of cool, like, for me, is that it's, you know, it's, I like to look at it as, as at, it has, like, an origin within an origin. So you're sort of getting, you'll see what I mean when I say that, um, come, come issue six, because, uh, you know, the, the, the series really ends on a, on a, on a big exclamation point, um, even though it's, like, a very soft, subtle, romantic sort of ending, it's, it's. Kind of, it's quite a
0: surprise, I think. So, so we'll see. Awesome. I like books end with strong endings. <laughs> yeah, now The, 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 the out. For us to say, yeah. I guess. I <laughs> <laughs> a little
2: bye.
0: You know, you don't want to like, oh, that was it. Oh, that's horrible. Sure. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the next time, tweet at us. Just be like, you guys are liars. <laughs> <laughs> I need something like, holy
0: crap! I don't think that will be happening.
1: <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. We Not at all. have
3: a tendency in our books to kind of like. Resurrect people because we love them so much. We want the characters to, like keep coming back and living in the universes again, and you know it's like so much of me just wants to be like you can you can go away now. It's okay. We can let you guys end <laughs> somewhere, you know. But you never know. Sometimes, sometimes that goes out the window
2: too.
0: Sometimes the finality is is just exactly what series needs.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea of just like a nice nice, contained little trade,
0: mm-hmm. you
3: got it, it's all you need, you don't have to, you know, it's like, part of, part of what's so intimidating for me about comics is that, it's like, where do you start, you know, for somebody who, who didn't grow up reading, you know, Spider-Man from issue one, like, where do you possibly begin in these massive universes, there's just so much material, and things are going on all these little branches, and so, I love the idea of something that's just like, this is all you need, take it on a plane, could read it and
0: that's the end. You know? Self contained stories. I just feel so like out of touch, <laughs> not
1: first. I can understand that. I I'm I'm still kind of new to the comic universe. Um <laughs> I have an obsession with Hello Kitty, so I've been reading Hello Kitty comics. That that was my starting point. And now I'm delving into more crazy serious things, but,
3: but I love Hello Kitty too. I'm, I'm totally I'm obsessed, obsessed with Hello Kitty. I haven't
1: gotten to the comics, but you have to I read the, the comics, the they're quite comics. cute. <laughs> But uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Well, it looks like Claudio's fading pretty fast.
1: <laughs>
0: you
4: guys... Oh, really? You get see
1: that? <laughs> and no <laughs> doubt between between right. comics and music, I'm sure you're exhausted. So
3: <laughs> yeah, it's been raining all day, so we've just been like in the in the sleepy yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, on baby watch.
4: Oh uh, yeah, we are on baby watch Oh, that's awesome
0: Congratulations, by the way Yes, congratulations <laughs> Oh, thank you
3: Thank you, we're in the home stretch We've got like two weeks left, so we'll see Oh,
0: thank God <laughs> I'm ready <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, well we re- really appreciate you coming on And talk about the book And uh, we'll tweet about it And hopefully you guys will retweet it And tell everybody to listen to us And thanks again, we really appreciate it
1: You got it absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, so cool
3: really. Say that again? <laughs> have a
0: great night oh you too get some sleep
2: <laughs> 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 good night guys later take care
0: it's a great book I love it man love yeah me too that was such a fun interview thank you so much for talking to us Claudio and Chandra um, we're, we're huge fans of your writing you know Claudio we're huge fans of your music Really appreciate you coming on. Gotta get that restraining order, man. They're gonna be in the stands, following you <laughs> everywhere around the world. <laughs> nah, you don't have to worry about any of that. Well, maybe Heather. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Maybe Heather.
1: <laughs> don't pick on me just because I'm short.
0: <laughs> you want to say anything about the uh, Claudio and Chandra interview?
1: Oh my god, totally amazed balls. They're they're really pretty, two awesome people. I have to say. Um, Very, very talented. Down to
0: earth. earth. Yeah, they were. Oh, yeah,
1: totally. Totally down to earth.
0: It it was kind of strange because we haven't done a whole lot of video interviews. Most of what we do is audio. So uh, they wanted to Skype with us and and we could see them. They're both tired. I mean, we're both tired. But uh, it's kind of just... They couldn't see me. You can't see me. (laughs) (laughs) You can't handle the truth. I'm just not used to doing the video thing. Maybe, Maybe my questions weren't all that great because of that, but... So your career with Channel 13 news, uh, I guess, it's never going to happen. This is Justin Corbett
1: live with Channel 13. Sorry, I'm
0: hiding behind the palm tree because I can't really talk in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope I wasn't too nervous or didn't make too many uh, bumbling errors. Well, the sweaty armpits gave it away, but you're like, I'm just, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you did well. Uh, it was tough for you because you're a fan. Uh, you enjoy their music, and they were really good people, and it just shocked you they were so down there. They're really nice people, man. Yeah, they yeah, were really, really props cool. to them, and you know, I wish them the greatest success with this book. I mean, I like the book a lot. I do, too. Yeah, absolutely. I do, too. I, I really enjoy it.
2: Yeah, and I hope ones. the next time they come
0: to the concert to do a little, any kind of tour that you guys take me. <laughs> well, actually, they're, they're coming to Houston in September. Yeah. Oh, they have a Never Ender tour uh, for Kohee At yep. least I don't know if Chandra's going to be there, but Claudia will be there for Never Ender. And they're playing uh, in Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3 in its entirety. This yeah, is, uh, they're going
1: to be at the house. Second of album.
0: We should I wear our shirts.
1: Hey, it was us. No, you know, <laughs> you I didn't think... see
0: my face. Oh, man, if I can get the horse head before them, it would be awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> would be down. ridiculous. <laughs> but you know what I think? I think their comic books um, and, and and the music really relate. I mean, it's, it's really pretty... Uh, pretty it tells a story obviously the comic book does but the music does as well and it's it's pretty interesting how i think it really uh, links together really nicely
0: yeah i mean a lot of their books a lot of the books that claudio has done in the past have directly been related to his music absolutely i mean the armory wars were basically the story that he told throughout his first five albums i said uh, <laughs> well being a new fan of their music i do see where you're coming from what you're saying there i agree one hundred 100 and the music is good it's great it really is so again thank you <laughs> yeah.
1: I think you can take something new away from it every time uh, uh, every time you listen to the music and also in the comic book I think when you go back and read over it I think you get different perspectives each time too with wonder characters
0: like, wonderful like get one of their albums and open, start it and open the book at the same time with a link <laughs> That'd be awesome, right? This is like Wizard of Oz Exactly Play it backwards oh. <laughs> so I, I can loan you, learn you that the Armory War stuff And you can read it while you're listening to They're his like, first four hours Holy crap, the horse is talking to me <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that album would sound like But it would probably be pretty trippy <laughs> <laughs> like The companion album for Translucent <laughs> We should have asked about. that We just gave him the idea There you go There you go
1: <laughs> Come up with it, do what you have to
0: One please. of your songs can be called Horsticles Yes, make it happen <laughs> homage,
1: homage to the horse no. with
0: merman in the back. I can sing it. Oh, I got an album coming out next week. Next, next week? week, I'm big time now. <laughs> big time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we I mean, were on the fire for comic that's right, you did make it on the flyer. So did Beastman. We actually had two yeah. flyers. I posted both of them, so... Horrible. Posted both <laughs> of them on Facebook. I think our flyers were pretty good. The first one we got from Omar's friend... Yes. Uh, ...with the Awesome Comics logo. That's a little more adult, so I didn't want to have a secondary one that I can hand to... Why? Because Anubis is going to shoot you? Well, because he's, like, saying, keep on laughing, bitches, which, <laughs> as much as I love our catchphrase, is not appropriate for everybody. <laughs> yeah, you're right.
1: You have to appeal to all, like, ages. Right. right. That's
0: why I made the secondary flyer to hand out to, you know, people with kids and whatnot. To so. children. <laughs> Whether they listen to it with their kids is a different story. Yeah, true. So, so that was our pick of the week, a translucent. Yep. Uh, no. there, there was one other book that I wanted to briefly touch on. Oh. Uh, it's a a good book, touch or bad touch? Good touch. All right. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's called Last Broadcast. Is this our last broadcast? No, are we don't.
1: <laughs> Miguel's like running out the, out the door.
0: Um, this is a new book that came out from the same publishing company that made Hacktivist. All right, Hyde. Don't do this to me again. No, no, no. (laughs) But you—you remember when Hacktivist came out? The quality of the paper and the quality of the cover—yes, so much higher than Mm -hmm. the typical comic book. It's the same company that made this book, so uh, I can't think of the name. It starts with an A. It's—it's kind of a strange name, but uh, the quality of the book is—is very impressive, and the story is actually really, really good. Uh, It's about this magician who's determined to. It's about a young younger kid who's trying to become a magician, and he's determined to become. You know, well known and successful, but he's not very good at his tricks, and it's kind of two stories. It tells the story of like him trying and failing, and then it tells the story of him going on a quest to find his hero magician, who supposedly left all of his stuff buried underneath the city they live in. Oh, okay. So they go down into the subway and they're you know getting deeper and deeper, and they actually find uh, this treasure trove of the magician that he worshipped in like the twenties. Hmm. To ten. No, <laughs> but it's re- it's a really good read. If if you get a chance and you have you know a slot for another book, I'd recommend picking that one up. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks for adding on to my list. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you didn't. I'm pretty sure they're out of copies. They didn't order a whole lot, but you can read mine. I got you. I'll give you one somewhere. <laughs> I'm actually going to go with uh, Star Mage. Star Mage Two is really really good. Just, you know, by another friend of the show. Yeah, JC Delator. Okay. Wow. Now, now you are just pimping our, <laughs> I'm pimping our friends. Hell, that's what I'm at it, let me go ahead and do the next one. <laughs> Daniel yeah. isn't out yet, but I'm pimping it now, too. Star, Star Mage was really good. Um, you get to see him learning a little bit more about his past. And you get to mm-hmm. see him uh, you know, coming into his powers, and then he's learning because the guy's kind of being a mentor to him. I got the power. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he's cracking jokes and stuff, too, and there's a lot of references to Harry Potter, and even like Game of Thrones gets a nod, which is pretty funny. That is funny. Uh, just. It was a fun book. It's a really fun book. I liked the first issue for the same reason. It's just very fun, very enjoyable. Um, so, if you're looking for something lighthearted, pick up Star Mage. It's, you know, well, it definitely has some depressing moments. <laughs> Let me take that back. It has some depressing moments in the first issue, but, uh, you know, the second issue is definitely more lighthearted. It's a good book, man. You look at these books we're reading. We got a spy book. We got a sea book. We got a horse book. We got an alien robot birthing book. <laughs> we got people living in a bunker. You got a Harry Potter guy? I mean come on, I'm not even touching on the ones yet. Great time to be reading comics. Great you don't think time. you're oversimplifying? There's a lot more to these than just one word <laughs> descriptions. I just make it easy for everybody. <laughs> exactly. The point is we love comic books. That's right. And we're really tired, so we might be <laughs> rambling. <really, really tired. laughs> and every day he adds one to my list. <sighs> really? What books do you purchase that I don't purchase? Uh, yeah. Think about that. That's uh, well. We know Batman Eternal. Batman Eternal. I don't know why you hate that book so much. Because <laughs> it's not very good. <laughs> what are you talking about? You knew you just said the last episode kind of grew on you a little bit. Episode last book grew on you. There, <laughs> issue five had improved considerably, and issue three was really good. Issue four was so so. Issue six was so so. Issue one and two were garbage. It's just the way the book was. I don't know how you feel about it? <laughs> what else? It has to be something DC or or uh, Magneto. No, you get Magneto as well. I can't I remember. Yeah. There was one of those that I picked up that you're not getting. Cyclops. The only two books you're reading that I'm not reading. No, wait man, No, no, no. Are no. Cyclops and Batman Eternal. No, that's not it. There's more. There's more. Seven Sword. I'm picking that up. You still haven't gotten it for me. I'm about to buy it from you. So you're not picking it up anymore, it'll be me. Okay. <laughs> I just got mine. Chew. You did pick yeah. up Chew. That's right. Chew. Chewy. There's a few other things too. I just can't think right now. It's too freaking hot in this room. And how many do I pick up that you don't get? Uh maybe three <laughs> or four, maybe five or six, depending. Depends on what we... it's too many titles to name. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you you have a little bit more disposable income at your availability right now. No, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> and that's Call why we need you to sign makes up for all Audible. The
1: money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, please. that's why we need you to go to audibletrial.com dot slash comical and sign up for your free audiobook. Get one book out of one hundred fifty thousand titles, and you get thirty days free. And we get some money. We need we need it to, to support our addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. I need to go into clinic or something.
2: <laughs> Whoa!
0: I need help. <laughs> and if you if you like the service, you can keep it. It's only fourteen ninety nine a month. If you don't like it, you can always cancel it, and we still get paid either way. So, I know. we're not <laughs> trying to be shills here, but please sign up Audible. <laughs> We've still only got a few, a handful of you that have signed up, so uh, we'd really appreciate it if some more of you would. And if you don't want to do the Audible thing, fine, we understand. Then go to www.comicalpodcast.com and donate. <laughs> yeah, we do have a contribute button. If you like the show and you want to support us, uh, everything we do costs money. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'd really appreciate anything anybody can give, but we're not begging. Really, the one on your knees? <laughs> That's for later. Oh no! I don't know anything about that. <laughs> it's good thing I'm sitting way over here. <laughs> and like, like I said, thank you to the people that have contributed so far, and to the yes. people that have signed up for AudibleTrial.com/comical, <laughs> because uh, your support has enabled us to get our T-shirts, and enabled us to get our flyers, and enabled us to get our portable recorder. So when we go to Comic Palooza for the next four days, we're gonna be able to talk to people, do interviews, get some publicity out there. So hopefully our audience will keep growing, and we'll keep getting fans, and you know, we appreciate it. Oh, definitely, you know it. It's so so funny to have somebody drawing pictures about your own character. <laughs> I, Chris Ryder is talented, man. The, that second one he sent out with Horsedeclees and the Minions, uh, it was just the Minions, and, and the first one says to the second one, "Hey, the boss wants you." I think he wants to watch Breaking Dawn again. That's horrible. The second one's like again. Damn.
2: <laughs> They're
0: like sitting on a couch. Like really? <laughs> I think I think he should start doing like a, a comic strip about you, like a weekly comic strip about Horstieplees and his minions. That'd be awesome. I'm I'm gonna, on the website, and I'm really impressed with Chris Ryder. That's some funny stuff he's yeah, got you on there. Yeah, he could actually know. Might find himself another career. Yeah, could wind hey. up drawing it. Could work for Omar. Or who knows down the road?
1: <laughs> yeah, you never know where it can lead you.
0: I know. But yeah, uh, I, get, I get some money off that, right? I'm horse to please, right? You
1: better, you better copyright that that's shit. That's
0: right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should cover. Yeah, if he starts making money, I mean, I'm sure he'd give us a, a donation. We get 15 bucks from him.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> at audibletrialcom slash <It's laughs> nice yeah. yeah. that's pretty funny. Uh, I, I had mentioned earlier that Greg Capullo was going to be on the episode as well, and unfortunately, we couldn't make that happen. Um, I emailed his wife a couple times, and I tweeted at him. I, I'm assuming he was just too busy.
2: You know that has to be it. I mean, he
0: seemed like a stand-up kind of guy. I mean, yeah, stuff happens. You know what happened to us this last couple of days? I mean, me. You know, I've been in the office only one day out of the last three because sick kids and everything. So you know, it happens. Yeah, you know, life life happens. And I'm not holding life. it against him. We'll we'll definitely talk to him at Comic Palooza. See if we can get him on later. I'm pretty sure we can get an interview with him there. So. You know, sorry for the people that were expecting to log in and listen to him, but at least you got to hear Claudio and Johnny. Like that was a really fun interview. Uh, don't make Rick Pula mad, man. He's gonna draw something for me. <laughs> <laughs> he's got pay band to draw something for me. <laughs> he's gonna draw a horse taking a dump. No, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna tell him to draw. <laughs> <a dump>. No, <laughs> no <he> got- <laughs> ah, man, no. He's dr- I'm gonna ask for a Harley drawing, and now instead of a basketball, be a horse, <laughs> a horse head or something, a yeah. horse, horse that clears in the back with a Harley head or something. Saying you know horse hey, taking a dump. That's horrible. <laughs> what is it with dumps? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Who does number two work for? <laughs> Orsicles. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the couch, wanting to go see Breaking Dawn a second time. <laughs> now, but for our Houston listeners, we are going to be at Comic Palooza all four days. We'll be wearing our shirts. So, yeah. oh my goodness. Look for our logo. Come up to us, talk to us. We'll interview you. Maybe you'll get a little clip on the show. We're going to be on a panel on Saturday talking about podcasting. It's Podcasting 102, Podcast Harder. Yeah, I'm giving you the evil eye right now. <laughs> My friend Kerry from uh, Metal Geek's podcast is hosting that, and nice. he asked us to join along. So we're going to be up there talking about podcasting. And There's a we in this statement? Yeah, a we. A we?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we, Phantom <laughs> <of> X?
1: <laughs> Horse oh. Cleese, Merman.
0: That's too many people. How many personalities you got today, man? <laughs> I don't know, I do <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, definitely come talk to us. You know, we'd love to hear from you if you like the show. Uh, if you're new to the show, yeah, we appreciate you checking us out. I've been tweeting the hell out of our address, so hopefully some of those people have checked us out. Gotcha. Live for your pod harder, huh? sounds yep. so dirty. Who am I, John McClane? Yeah. Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Trucker. <laughs> <Or> Mr. Falcon. <laughs> the, the PC version. Oh, my gosh. But <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, comic coolers, man. That's going to be so freaking Awesome. I'm already, I'm already tired. We haven't even got there yet. Yeah, I'm exhausted. I'm gonna have to edit this show quickly and try to get some sleep because uh, I'm gonna be there at open tomorrow to pick up our press passes and start this thing going. Where's my shirt, man? It's at home. I wanted to change until before I came. You swing by the house on the way back. Why well, I gotta swing? Why can't I just drive? Well, that's up to you, man. What am I? Some kind of monkey? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: You racist bastard! <laughs>
0: yeah, because I'm brown, I gotta be a monkey. Uh, you can be a swinger if you want. <laughs> whoa! Hey. Uh, that's entirely up to you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I'm He likes to, to swing from trees. You <laughs> want a banana? <laughs> I, no, I don't, I don't like bananas. <laughs> this show has gone way off the deep end. Yeah, we're pretty tired, but uh, just so you guys are aware, yes. you know we're doing our. Next three episodes, and I can't promise you who's going to be on there or not be on there. We'll we'll have to wait and see. 20.1, 20.2, 20.3. Yep. And then next week, I can promise you who's going to be on the show. Big Daddy himself. Steve Orlando is coming back Hashtag the arm Hashtag the leg We had so much fun talking to him Hashtag on... what the fuck <laughs> We had so much fun talking to him on uh, episode 7 That uh, he reached out to us And he asked me to come back on To discuss the ending of Undertow So Holy I'm really excited God. to have him on Dude he can't be discussing the ending Well he's not going to give it away But he'll talk about what's happened so far And whatnot. So Maybe huh.
1: maybe drop some hints Let me
0: drop a kind of that's, No <laughs> I better have like the next couple issues in a row then Before he starts doing that I need to know. Better yet, I got to know. <laughs> That's cool. And remember, Steve's also going to come back with us on December, man. Steve will be a regular show. I'm, I'm fine with that. He's hilarious. Do a little he-man there. <laughs> yeah, he does a great Skeletor boy, so he fits right in with us. Oh, yes. I got a feeling we crazy. Yeah. That's pretty much all we got for tonight, guys. We're really tired, like I said. We're going to go get some food, start editing this thing, and, uh, We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be tweeting a lot from Comicpalooza. We'll give them our Twitter handle. you know, at at Podcast or at Comical Podcast 2 You'll be seeing us on Facebook. And also, you forgot the big thing. At Palooza. we will be doing hashtag I'm your number one fan as I take photos with every freaking person we see in the freaking building. <laughs> right. I forgot about that. <laughs> and that's going to be kind of funny and kind of weird, I think, at the same time. <laughs> but it's going to be hilarious. So uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. And I'll be wearing my mask. It's not a mask. <laughs> you were wearing your face? Yeah. Hey, do I get a mask? Yeah. You hey, a mask you're going to Shredder. Oh, yeah. Sh- no. You're shredder. the Shredder
1: Shredder. Oh, that's right. I'm shredder.
0: Heather plus Shredder equals shredder. Could have been worse. It could have been a crank. That <laughs> <laughs> would
1: have been awesome. I would have totally owned that shit.
0: And you're coming as who? I, Batfleck? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Batfleck. Man,
1: Demon. <laughs> Man Demon.
0: I'm not Ron going as Robin. This <laughs> this has actually been a kind of fun episode to be honest with you I'm glad we're tired one of my friends uh, slash followers slash your friends slash follower kinfolk told me I should do the podcast while drunk Oh, <laughs> imagine I how that you. would go are you going to get the little caesars guy to come help you with it <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> that does sound kind of good though <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs> Siep, sip sip <laughs> Yeah, we're, they're not paying us. This <laughs>
1: Five dollar combo mumbo. <laughs> all, right,
0: cool. all right, guys. Well, we're going to call it a night. Yes, till tomorrow. Till tomorrow. You want to say the line?
1: Keep on laughing, bitches.